0: Thank you for listening to the Rivers Church podcast with Pastor Andre and the Rivers team. Be sure to subscribe for a weekly dose of encouragement and inspiration to help your daily life. We pray that this message will help in whatever season of life you might be in. Well, as we come around the word today, I hope you'll enjoy the message with me as I've had this message on my heart for the whole week. And I want to start with a bit of trivia, something you may or may not have heard about. But uh, did you know that the Guinness World Record for the highest number of dominoes t- over in the USA. It took place in 2017 when a company called the Incredible Science Machine put up 250,000 dominoes and knocked them over. But actually, way back in 2009, the world record for the amount of dominoes tipped over was done in the Netherlands and a company called Deveger's Domino Productions, they set up 4.8 million dominoes and some four and a half million of them were knocked over. Pretty amazing how domino tipping has become so popular. But you know, domino tipping in the world has become known as the domino effect because often what happens is one thing triggers another, triggers another, and that's really how life works. I don't know if you've noticed that. One person gets hurt, and then they hurt someone else who hurts someone else until you've got an entire society that is hurting And uh, COVID-19, in a sense, is a little bit like a domino effect as well. One person gets infected and then they infect, you know, one or two members of their family or they go to school and infect people at school, at work, at church, a business, even a whole country gets infected because one person traveled and the domino effect is put into practice. I want to speak to you today about understanding the domino effect because all the big things in your life often or as a result of the small things in your life. All the uh, crazy things that you see in the world, you wonder why the world is so crazy. Well, it often starts with one simple action, one simple decision, and then it has a snowball or knock-on effect called the domino effect. And all big events and big outcomes often have small beginnings, small decisions that set them in motion. I was reading a very interesting book called Exposing the Spiritual Roots of Disease by Dr. Henry W. Wright. And in the book, he talks about medical textbooks. And he says medical textbooks often list the different diseases that you get. And they talk about the disease, how you get it, the frequency of it, some of the treatments mentioned. And then he says right at the end, you'll see the words etiology unknown. It's a word that comes from the Greek and it means that the root cause has not been established. And so often when we look at our lives, we wonder where all the societal ills come from. We wonder where the illnesses come from in your body but it's often a domino effect. One small decision has led to another, has led to another. And as you can see on this table in front of me, once the first domino falls, all the others end up falling straight after it. And then you end up with a calamity in your life and you wonder, how did it start? Well, we've got to look at the root causes and really identify them. In fact, in the book of Hebrews, it talks about this triggering or domino effect. And it says in Hebrews 12 and verse 15, see to it that no one, fall short of the grace of God, now watch this, that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. So it starts with a little root, then it grows up, then it defiles many. So it's the first domino that knocks down, it starts small, but it sets in a chain reaction, and then massive implications come out in people's lives. You can see it with people's health, You can see it with diseases, but you can also see it with decisions and societal illnesses or cultural illnesses that we are experiencing. Often the fruit has to be traced back to the root. Then there's a better way of dealing with it. That's why we must understand the domino effect in our lives. And scripture talks about it quite a bit. But let me give you the definition today of the domino effect. It's when one action or event causes another event to happen, which in turn triggers another that can have a chain reaction for good or bad in one's life. So understanding the domino effect is important because good things come from a domino effect, but also bad things come. So let me give you four things today that'll help us understand the domino effect. Number one, the first thing is we need to pause and trace back our success or failure. Take a moment to stop and say, why am I succeeding? Why am I failing? And where did it all start? What's the root of it? And I think if we did that in our country and then the nations of the world, we would be able to better deal with the things that we're facing. And it's so important because what's bothering us in our lives could be solved if we traced it back to its origins. People are sick today, they're dying, they're depressed, they are broke, they're angry, there's enmity, there's gender-based violence, there's all these things going on, but which domino set it off? You know, I was reading about a teen in the UK that went blind, and the reason this teen went blind was not mysterious. All he had done up to the age of 17 was just eat French fries, Pringles, and the occasional sausage and uh, and white bread. And as a result, he had a vitamin deficiency and ended up nearly blind. He could trace it back from his diet. He could see why his eyesight was gone. Then there's a woman in China. She ended up with hundreds and hundreds of little mites growing on her eyelashes. Well, where did this come from? Was she just unfortunate? No. The domino effect, she hadn't washed her pillowcase for five years. If she had washed the pillowcase, she wouldn't be nearly blind. She wouldn't have mites in her eyes. And then they discovered that that people in marriages were dying early. And and, and they couldn't trace, they couldn't find out why, because they didn't have a heart condition, didn't have diabetes. So they did a major study, in fact, a professor, a book, Waller, she did research. And what she found was, she found that couples who constantly criticized each other, that led to early death in healthy people. And so often the domino effect, you can be criticizing someone in the home, you you can have enmity in the household, And that domino effect eventually leads to their health breaking down, their immune system breaking down, and them having an early death. We've got to trace back our successes and our failures because then we can repeat our successes, we can set those things in motion, or we can prevent that domino effect from taking place. And you know, Satan understands the domino effect very well. He sets it in motion, but he seldom gets the blame for it. Isn't that interesting? He tempts us. And then when the domino effect takes place, he stands back and actually guess who gets the blame? God gets the blame. Let me read you a texture that explains this in the book of James. You may have read it before, James chapter one and verse 13. Notice what it says here. It says, let no one say when he's tempted, I'm being tempted by God. That's our natural reaction. For God cannot be tempted with evil and he himself tempts no one. It goes on to say, But each person is tempted when he's lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it's conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's fully grown, brings forth death. So if we were to look at these dominoes here, what actually happens is the first domino is like temptation. And then temptation leads to desire. And desire leads to sin. And sin leads to the action. And the action leads to death. And then your whole life comes tumbling down and what actually happens is in, 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 in our lives with sin is the devil tempts us. We end up blaming God. We, 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 we make him the problem. And then there's a snowball effect until our whole lives are filled with sin. Almost like, you know, have you seen those garbage dumps? They're just filled with rubbish. And then we think a little bit of religion or just an easy cure is going to fix it up. No, we've got to go back to the beginning and not let that domino of sin be knocked over so that it sets off that. Chain reaction, and people don't often want to trace it back to something called sin. Well, it's my behavior, you know, it was an accident, it was a mistake, and it wasn't me. I think we've got to trace back because then we can solve the problem. And Satan often does this, and God gets the blame, but we really need to trace back. Now, a lot of people have got challenges in their lives, and often it's not their doing, but they don't know why they've got the challenges. I read an interesting book again recently. It's called For the Sake of One by a young lady called Gloria Kingley. And Gloria Kingley grew up and was abused by a neighbor, shopkeeper that she used to go and shop at when she was just a little, just a little child. Kids next door took her into her basement and and fiddled on her, sexually abused her as well. And she grew up into her teens, having a lot of dysfunction, ended up uh, low self-esteem, sleeping with a young boy, falling pregnant, then ending up in such fear such shame from all that had happened she had an abortion and finally thank God Christ came into her life and the whole domino effect of what had been happening since her being a toddler was broken And it's a wonderful, wonderful story. But you you know, when you want to understand something in your life, you have got to look at what preceded what you're currently going through. Then, if you can bring the Lord into it, then it can stop that whole chain reaction. And if you look at these dominoes here uh, in front of me, you see there was abuse, and the abuse led to low self-image. The self-image was damaged, and then teenage relationships were poor. Then she fell pregnant. Then she had an abortion. And uh, that's how the domino effect works. In a young person's life and so we have to trace it back but look at the family we grew up in a lot of the problems married couples are having it's because of the way they grew up some families have got good values some families have got no value some values some families are incredibly good on managing finances developing their lives growing their lives others are poor and they're victims and they pass that on to their children and there's a domino effect their kids are poor and the kids tell everyone you you need to be anti-rich people everything we grow up with leads to the next thing in our lives, and we've got to trace it back. Racism is often developed in the home. Anger, violence, gender-based violence. If women aren't respected in the home, well then, you know, don't expect kids to respect their, their, their wives when they get married because they've seen what dad has done. That, you've got to, we've got to trace the domino effect because you can't just suddenly wake up one day, have a protest march, and think we can solve it. We've got to trace back, and we've got to try and solve these things at the root, not just deal with the fruit. You look at very successful people and you think, oh, aren't they lucky? No, they're not. Did you know there was a man called Max Talmud who actually spent a day a week with the Einstein family where he met 10-year-old Albert Einstein. And Max Talmud was an ophthalmologist and he spoke to young Einstein about science and maths and got him interested. And that's how Albert Einstein became the man he was to become. There was a domino effect of someone sharing something with him And inspiring him, you talk to Oprah Winfrey, she'll tell you that it was her father that led to her success. The things he instilled in her, it was a domino effect. She didn't just wake up one day and have this gifting and was successful. Her father played a big role in her life. And it's true of all the things we do, all the values. Even your eating habits are developed in your home. I read a book called Thinfluence, and it talks about how family and work and environment affects what we eat. And they say, if you've got friends that are overweight and eat a lot, there's a 57% chance that you will follow the same pattern. It's like a domino effect because of what they are doing. If you grow up in a home where a sibling is eating a lot or is obese, 40% chance. And then if you are Uh, Married and have a spouse that is overweight and eats a lot is the 37%, John. So everything has a snowball effect. And we've got to trace back why we're doing what we're doing, why we're suffering the health issues we're suffering, why our society is suffering the way it is. And we can stop the domino effect. We can change everything. I hope this speaks to you today and helps you in some way and just gives you an insight into how everything in life is really a domino effect. Now let's look at the next point here today. Number two, practice the domino effect for success. You see, when you put into practice small things, they have a domino effect that really leads to bigger things and bigger success. And we need to practice this. A lot of people don't want to do the small things. They don't want to do the simple things. They don't want to do the menial jobs. They want big income, big salaries, big success. But there's a domino effect with success. And you start small and it leads to bigger things you know the canadian singer and songwriter shania twain and they say she is the best-selling female country artist in history it's quite an achievement sold a hundred million copies of a record now how did she just get there was she born lucky man she was born talented had the right breaks that's what a lot of people think no it's the domino effect of success that she practiced you know what she did she wrote songs every single day whether she felt like it or not whether they were good or not guess what a large number of them weren't but a large number of them became hits and that's how she increased her chances of success she put the positive effects of the domino effect into practice the same is true of when you save money You put a little bit away all the time and then it begins to grow or you invest a little bit and it begins to grow. I read a fascinating book uh, by a guy called Andrew Hellam. He became a millionaire by the age of 36. And Andrew Hellam came out of college having studied to be a teacher and he had 178,000 rands worth of debt. Gosh, that's quite a bit of debt to clear away. But you know what he did? He began to save and he began to invest. And by the time he got to 36, He was a millionaire through what's called compound interest, interest on interest on interest, the domino effect of saving, and, uh, you know, to date, he's read 400 books on finance, he invested in himself and his knowledge, then he invested little bits of money, and he became a millionaire by the age of 36. That's how the domino effect works. You start small, but it grows and grows and grows until eventually huge success in your life. Many of you would have heard of the uh, organization called Domino's Pizza. Domino's Pizza is world famous. And because I'm talking about the domino effect today, I looked up the story of Domino's Pizza and I was fascinated to read about how they started way back in 1960. Tom Monahan and his brother James, they bought out a little restaurant called Domi Nicks. And uh, it was a small pizzeria in Michigan And the owner's name was Dominic Devati, And he had started it and they bought it out. They put $500 down uh, cash. And then they had to take a loan of $900 uh, to buy the business. And off they went. And uh, James was a postman. He didn't want to give up his postal job because he was scared the whole thing would collapse. And eight months into it, he said to his brother, uh, Tom, look, you 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 can have my shares. Just give me the little beetle that we're using to deliver the pizzas. And so off he went with the beetle and Tom carried on on his own building up the business. He opened two additional pizzerias and uh, began to expand, and he wanted to call them all the same name, but unfortunately Dominic Devarti did not want him to use the name dominix So one of his employees was chatting to him one day, and he said, why don't you just call it Domino's? You know, it's so similar, and it resonated with him. They opened up Domino's Incorporated, and they began to expand, and uh, by the time they got to 1978, they had 200 stores. Uh, in 1983, Domino's opened its first store in Winnipeg, in Canada, its first international store. And then by 1997, it opened its 1500th international location. So he just kept on expanding and expanding. It's like the Domino effect. He started with us one store, three stores, and he just kept going, kept going, kept going, kept doing the same thing well, and that domino effect practiced regularly led to success. Well, it's pretty amazing. By 1998, after 38 years in the business, Tom Moynihan decided to retire, and uh, they had grown to 6,000 international locations by that time, 17,000 stores today, and he was worth one billion dollars. 17 billion rand is what he got for that organization. And you know, what he did was just this. He kept making pizza day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. He just kept practicing the simple and the small well, which led to the domino effect of incredible success. I'll ask you today, what is there in your life that you could be doing that could lead you to great success, but you're overlooking because it's just small? We need to practice the domino effect of success. And if we keep just following the Lord, serving others, being diligent in our jobs, even if we have an ordinary job, the domino effect could be incredible success and great wealth. Practice it every day for success. The third thing today, and I hope you're being helped, is we need to beware of the destructive effect of the domino effect. I think a lot of the time we don't realize what's happening in our lives and the damage that can occur. We look at the success, but we don't look at the damage that can occur. Recently, I read a book called The One Thing by Gary Keller. And in the book, he talks about a man called Lorne Whitehead who uh, wrote in the Journal of Physics about the domino effect. And what Lorne Whitehead said was this. He said that a domino can knock over another domino twice its size, and that domino can knock over another domino twice its size. By the time you get to the 17th domino, it can knock down the leaning tower of Pisa And by the time it gets to the 27th domino, it can actually knock down the Eiffel Tower. Now, as you can see in this video, someone has simulated that effect, the domino effect, one domino to another, and obviously they're not 27 dominoes in that video, but you can see the power of when you start something, the massive effect and the damage also that it can cause in our lives. So we need to understand the negative impact and the destructive effect Of the domino effect. Now when we look at South Africa and we look at our own nation, we look at the destructive effects of crime and violence and gender-based violence especially. It's been in the news all the time. We've been talking about it all the time. There have been protests and marches and campaigns. We've actually got to trace back to the root of it. Try and find out why is this happening and how can we solve it at the source rather than deal with the fruit. And if you trace it back, it's really... Looking at the dominoes, the first domino that started this whole event is evolution. The view that there is no God in our our country, in our world, in our homes. There's no such thing as God. No such thing as God in our schools. And people are anti-church. And as a result of that, if they're anti-God, anti-church, human life has no value, then we wonder why people treat each other like objects and animals. It's that knock-on effect. It's that chain reaction. Today, people don't realize why there's so much violence and anger in the world. The more you remove things, you set in motion a knock-on effect, which then leads to incredibly destructive behaviors, and we have to go back, and we have to trace back, and we have to change the way we think. Think about corruption in our country and what that has done. If you look at the dominoes, money is stolen from the poor. Corruption. What does that lead to? Well, there's less money in the economy. Less money economy means less for housing, less ability to take people out of shacks and build proper homes for them, less money for the health, less money for roads. So the domino effect, we've got to deal with corruption. But corruption, the reason we have corruption is because we've pushed God out. And the domino effect cannot just be solved by human efforts. You really need God to intervene. You know, what you spend a life building can be brought down by the negative effects of the domino effect. In fact, we've just, you know, talked about the story of Domino's Pizza and how amazing Tom Mahonehan was and how he built it over 38 years until he got $1 billion for its 17 billion rand. But I read in 2009, two young people were working in one of the stores in the kitchen uh, in North Carolina, Christy Hammonds and Michael Setzer, And what they did was they began to uh, form a prank where they took mucus and all sorts of dirty things and put it into the sandwiches and then wrapped them up and they pretended with this prank that they were sending them out to clients. Well, you can imagine they posted it online and within a very short time, one million people viewed these disgusting things that were doing and this brand that had been built over 38 years suddenly was facing a major crisis It wasn't the product, the the, the quality of it. It wasn't that Tom Monahan hadn't built up an incredibly good business. It was that two people had used the domino effect from one single video to break down 58 years of wonderful, wonderful work. And the same happens in nations. People get crazy ideas. They, they, They say things, and then there's a domino effect that ends up destroying a nation. We've got to go back and say, why did we do this? Why did we say this? How did we get you? And then we can solve it. You know, you, you look at behaviour. Behaviour is very simple. One Corinthians chapter 15 tells us where bad behaviour comes from, and it says this. it says, "Don't be deceived. Bad company ruins." good morals. In other words, if, if you get around certain people, there's a domino effect. You say, well, I can influence them. Well, no, they're going to knock onto you. And they, the knock-on effect is going to knock you over. So it's better that you realize, hey, there's a knock-on effect from this kind of relationship. Let me avoid it because it could affect me. And uh, the Bible talks about this a lot in, in repeatedly, in, in, in different ways. In fact, in 2 Peter chapter 3, in the message, he says this. Peter says, but you friends are well warned. Are we? I'm not sure we are. He says, be on your guard lest you lose your footing and get swept off your feet by these lawless and loose talking teachers. So what people say and speak and and, and do around you if you get close to them can knock you off your feet and you can end up like the domino effect getting damaged. You think, well, how did this happen to me? It happened because you weren't paying attention to the negative effects of the domino effect. Now, if you've ever watched on TV or been fortunate enough to go and ski, you would have seen an avalanche, a snow avalanche. And a snow avalanche is an interesting thing. starts with just a few grains being dislodged. Then as it moves down the mountain, it becomes a river. Eventually, it becomes like a complete storm. They say it can weigh up to tons of snow. And guess what it does? knocks people off their feet and it buries them. And we've got to understand that this happens in life when we're not careful with who we associate with. You know, a lot of people are having terrible, terrible problems in their lives but they've not traced it back to what started it all. If you're married and you mess around with someone, you flirt with people at work and you end up in a sexual relationship, you know what happens? It's a small thing that you do. It may take a half an hour, it may be an hour, you may go to a hotel room, but in the end what happens? There's anger, there's disappointment, people in church no longer want to associate with you, your friends withdraw from you. Now suddenly your children are upset with you, you've got two homes you have to run, you're paying two sets of insurance, you're having to pay maintenance. You never thought that that one domino would lead to all the chaos in your life. We need to understand how it works. It can bring success, but it can also bring failure into our lives. You know, as we we think about this, we think about the seriousness of relationships, but even when you buy something, if you buy something, there's a domino effect. Buy a car. It's not just buying the car. You've got to maintain it. Then if you want to buy the spares, they can be expensive. So every decision we make has a domino effect in our lives. I was reading uh, that in ancient Siam, which is uh, today's Thailand, when the kings of Siam wanted to uh, deal with an obnoxious person, they wanted to uh, really uh, punish them, they would do it in a very interesting way. They would gift them the gift of a white elephant. That's where that saying comes from, a white elephant. And the man would have to receive it. It was a gift from the king. White elephants were useless. But the feeding of that elephant and the care of that elephant would eventually take that man into poverty. So every decision you make, every relationship you have, all the crime in our country, all the heartache, we're going to realize there's a negative domino effect and there's a positive. Let me give you number four as I come to a close today. And I trust that this is giving you some food for thought. But here's the most important thing today as we understand the domino effect. We need to keep Christ at the front and center of our lives keep christ at the front and center of our lives he needs to be the first domino not temptation not anger not abuse not all the wrong things but christ needs to be front and center in our lives and here's the interesting thing in latin the word domino comes from the word dominus which stands for master owner lord or god if you want the right domino effect in your life, you need to replace the negative dominoes with dominus, who is the Lord Jesus Christ, who sets the right things in motion in our lives. And I love what it says in Acts about this whole principle. Acts chapter 4, speaking of Jesus, and uh, uh, it says, "You, Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone, salvation is found in no one else for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Now you know what it's saying here? It's saying that Jesus is like the cornerstone. The cornerstone of a building in the old days was a stone that was perfectly what they called true. It was exactly square and they mounted it at the corner of the building. They didn't have the modern technology we've got today and from that stone the whole building would rise up and from, from one domino, if you like, the lord of the building, that, that value system, that whole building would be built. And so he says, yeah, Jesus Christ is that cornerstone. He's how you build your life. He's the first domino you need in your life. Then everything else after that works out and is very, very successful. And, you know, we don't always see that in the Bible when we read the Bible. People read the Bible. Well, why was the Bible written? It was written for Christ to be the number one domino and for the domino effect of God's grace to come into your life. Now watch, here's another verse. John chapter 20 and verse 30 tells us why the Bible was written, not as a boring book, but to set the dominoes off. It says, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book, but these are written, why? That you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah. So it was written, why? To produce faith in you, but watch, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. So here, Christ was sent, the Bible was written, so that you may believe, and believing that you may have life, and life everlasting. So there's a domino effect when dominus the Lord is the first and the center of your life. You want your life to turn out well? Well, get Jesus front and center. Let him be Lord. And then let the word of God speak into your life. And as that domino effect takes place, then everything starts to roll and everything turns out well. You know, let me add to it just one verse here. John chapter 10 and verse 10. Jesus says, the thief comes but to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come that they might have life and have it... To the full, You see, when Jesus comes into your life, the amazing thing is you give him that dominus lordship and he intervenes. It's like he puts his hand in the way and all the negative domino effects of your life are stopped and he begins to set you back on your feet and he begins to be the domino effect in your life. And so as I close today, what I want to say to you is this. We need to be aware of the dominoes that have knocked our lives down And we need to deal with those and bring them to God, or if we can, remove them. Certain patterns set in motion by the way we've been brought up, by the thinking that's been entrenched in us, in our homes. If it's gender-based violence, we've got to deal with that. We've got to bring it to Jesus and say, Lord, I want to remove that domino effect, what my father did, the, the divorce in my family, the poverty in my family, the negativity in my family, the anger in my family. I want to give that all over to you, and I want to replace it with dominus. And I want you now to begin to set in motion righteousness in my life and to bring me to a great place in my life of success, of fruitfulness, and of prosperity. I hope hope you've caught that concept today, that the domino effect is so powerful. It can be negative, but the domino effect can be powerful. It can be positive in the natural realm, in the business realm, but with Jesus in your life, things can certainly turn out very, very well. We hope you have been blessed and inspired by this message.